Welcome to Watershed's November podcast. My name is Mark Cosgrove and I'm the cinema curator here at Watershed. This month we are celebrating 10 years of the Africa Eye Film Festival. The partnership with Africa Eye has been important for Watershed in raising the profile of cinema from the African continent. And the festival's own partnership with similar African-themed festivals across the UK is vital in raising that profile nationally. A few years ago I referred to the dismal and dispiriting fact that less than 0.001% of films released in the UK were from Africa. This means that of the 650 or so films released last year in the UK, one was from Africa. Not a brilliant call for diversity. If you check the British Film Institute's yearbook for the year 2013, the last full year on record, you can see that there were 698 films released into cinemas. Of these, 245 were from North America, 139 from UK, 151 non-UK European, 128 from India. Bollywood releases in the UK are thriving, leaving 35 films, or 5%, for the rest of the world. A not insignificant section into which fits films from Asia, Australia, South America and Africa. There's clearly an issue to be looked at about national film industries. For example, Japan and South Korea are more industrialised and invested in than, say, Chad or Senegal. However, surely there are more films coming out of Africa which would appeal to UK audiences. In the absence of successful distribution for these films, then festivals like Africa Eye and partners like Africa in Motion are vital to provide some public exposure and exhibition platform for African film culture. And these events can make an impact on cinema releases. I'm sure that a part of the success of Timbuktu at Watershed earlier this year was down to the fact it premiered at Africa Eye in 2014. But also that over the years the festival has developed a local audience attuned to and with an appetite for African film. Hopefully the same thing can happen for LAM, a wonderful first feature from Ethiopia which premieres at this year's festival. Also screening in this year's festival are two films by two influential directors which remind you of the rich heritage and tradition of African cinema. From 1966, Black Girl by Usman Semben, and from 1992, Hyenas by Digbril Diop Mambeti. Senegal has produced two directors of international stature and critical acclaim. The most famous and prolific is Semben, born in 1923 and died in 2007, often referred to as the father of African cinema. His first film, the short Borom Saret from 1963, is recognised as the first African film by a black director. And his feature film, Black Girl, a few years later, was the first black African film to premiere at Cannes and won the prestigious Prix Jean Vigo. His 1973 feature film, Zala, a satire on political corruption, announced a new wave of Senegal filmmaking and African cinema. His subsequent films, Chedo in 1977, Camp de Tiroy from 1988, Fat Keen from 2002 and Muladi in 2004 were fearless explorations of post-colonial African politics and society. Indeed, Fat Keen's exploration of the role of women in Senegalese society and Muladi's direct address of the subject of female genital mutilation demonstrate how progressive a force Semben's films were. The second famous Senegalese filmmaking son is Mambeti. Whilst not as prolific as Semben, Mambeti redefined the visual possibilities of African film with his 1973 feature film debut, Tukibuki. 
Where St Ben worked with a broadly realist tradition, Mumbetti's style was an intoxicating jump cut of magical realism. Tukibuki has rightly been called Africa's easy rider in terms of both impact and style. In between these two distinguished auteurs, Senegal has produced such filmmaking talents as Safi Faye, born in 1943, who is the first sub-Saharan African woman to direct a commercially distributed feature film. Faye worked with French ethnographer and filmmaker Jean Rouche, who influenced her approach to film as an ethnographic tool. Mahama Johnson Traore, born in 1942 and died in 2010, who in addition to making films was also the co-founder of the hugely influential Ouagadougou-based Pan-African Film Festival at FESPACO. Whilst the 1970s and 80s were golden years for Senegal filmmaking, with up to five feature films made a year in the early 80s, it has been followed by slow, painful decline. There is still a nascent film industry, albeit much reduced and woefully lacking support, but a younger generation exists in filmmakers like Alassane Diago and films like La Pirogue, which premiered at Africa Eye three years ago and are still able to capture international attention and exposure. Why has Senegal had this strong and distinctive filmmaking tradition? Some of the answers lie in the rich oral storytelling, writing and music tradition. Semben was a published author and his early films were adaptations of his books. His rationale was that with a significant part of the population unable to read, film was a route to engage a wider audience. For Mambetti, it was the oral storytelling tradition of Senegal where narratives are passed through generations and communities that informed his creativity. In a quote, he says, what is said is stronger than what is written. The word addresses itself to the imagination, not the ear. Imagination creates the image and the image creates cinema. So we are in direct lineage as cinema's parents. Equally though, what informed both Semben and Mumbetti was the failure of the promise of independence from the French colonial regime. Senegal became independent from France in 1960, but by the 70s, corruption in the form of money and power were betraying the promise of equality and self-determination. These are themes which run through all of Mambetti's films, from The Lovers in Search of the Promised Land in Tukibuki, to his final film, The Little Girl Who Sold the Sun. You can also see it glowering in the symbol of the predatory animal pervading the narrative in Hyenas. And in Semben's Black Girl, you can feel the admonishing of the French colonial masters who pick a local black girl to be their house servant back in France. Two important historical films then, well worth catching at this year's Africa Eye Festival, along with a documentary on Semben, which conveys just how important and influential an African filmmaker he was. There is also much more that you can catch at the festival. And for more information, go to watershed.co.uk and search for Africa with a K-I. That's all for this month.